Now you love that. I get more nervous in this room than anywhere else. It's on your radio right now. Do you know how to pop that coochie for a good There you go. It's the world's most dangerous one to show. Got the cameras. I'm about to f*** this What kind of show is this? My son listens to this show. With DJ Envy, the captain of this bitch. With Angela Yee, the only one who can keep these guys in check. Charlemagne the God. I'm a lovable asshole. And this is the Breakfast Club, bitches. Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJMV. Charlamagne the God. Peace to the planet. It's Tuesday. Yes, it's Tuesday. I'm telling you, man. Another holiday has passed us. We're back here after another holiday. Another three-day weekend. Hey, man, I call it a holiday, right? Forget it, three-day weekend. It was a holiday. It was a holiday. Dr. Martin Luther King's birthday. A lot of people still have to go to work, though. Well, that's but you're strange and weird. <laughs> yeah. Raises. You but you're strange and weird. <laughs> you remember there you used to be a time, th- though, when people didn't have, it wasn't a national holiday at first. You know how right. much you got to hate black people? To even Not even take your your day off? <laughs> no, I'm going to come. Yeah. What if you're a black person come. and you go to work? You're stupid. This is the day you posted. You supposed to use this one. It's Dr. Martin Luther King's birthday. How dare you make me come to work on Dr. Martin Luther King's birthday, especially in the Trump era? What the hell's wrong with y'all? Y'all better take advantage of your days. My goodness. Well, over the weekend, we were out in uh, New Orleans. Yes, we were. Shout out to our guy, Larry Murrow. Shout out to Larry Murrow. Together. Every year, we do our birthday weekend together. Mm-hmm. But it was dope. Everybody was out there. Shout out to uh, Rick Ross. He performed. Um... Who else was there? Uh, Tahiri was there. Seven Streeter Seven was Streeter there. Seven Streeter was there. Mm-hmm. Um, who else did we see out there? It was oh. a dope event. He does this event every year. Always jam-packed. Yeah, so I had a good time. You know, of course, when you go to New Orleans, the first thing you do when you touch down is go eat, and then you don't stop. Some people do heroin. First thing they do when they get to New Orleans. New Orleans got some good dog food. How would you know? I heard for years. Well, yeah. Well, yeah, we weren't involved in that, but definitely nah, no uh, had some great food out in New Orleans. <laughs> I love it there. I met a lot of young entrepreneurs, so shout out to everybody in New Orleans. Always so nice to go out there. They're very hospitable. Absolutely. Well, today, Jermaine Dupree will be joining us. We're uh, picking with Jermaine Dupree. He's back with Janet Jackson, isn't he? That's the rumor, right? I, That's what I keep maybe, seeing on the blog. I don't know. We have to ask him when he comes here. So we'll talk to Jermaine Dupree. And then we got front page news. What are we talking about, Yee? We'll talk about cops. They found 12 siblings shackled to beds. They were being held hostage by their parents. We'll tell you what happened. Now, is this true? The ages range from 2 to 29? Yes. Goodness gracious. All right, we'll get into that when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now, uh, I don't see any score or any scores, so let me just look it up right fast. There you go. The Patriots won. Yep. The uh who else won? Vikings the Vikings won. won. The who else won? The Eagles won. Of course, the Eagles the Danny won. from Philly would scream out the Eagles won. And Jacksonville won. And Jacksonville That's beat all you Pittsburgh need to know. 45 the final 42. Four. There yeah. you go. All right, now let's talk about this family real, out real in quick, uh, though. What happened to the NFL protests in the playoffs? I thought that it was they people not protesting the playoffs? I know they were protesting the regular season. Are you like, still protesting? I wasn't protesting the whole year. I was just mad because my Cowboys wasn't winning. No. All I know is I was in New Orleans watching the Saints play, and that game oh. was crazy at the end. Did yeah, you that, guys... was, that was a crazy one. Well, what happened to the, so the sad. Then I had to... Cap. 
And I had to host a party afterward, and it was, like, depressing in there. It was pretty bad. They won by a last-minute play, and I felt bad for them. I mean, lost by last-minute play. I feel bad for them. So I guess the protest is just the regular season. I'm just trying to figure this out, because I don't see nobody talking about taking a knee. Did you protest? I've never said I was, by the way. I thought you said you you wasn't sure. No, I told y'all that it was going to be on a week-by-week basis based off how my Cowboys was performing. My goodness. We didn't make the playoffs, so, yeah, I'm not involved. Now, let's talk about this family in Paris, California. Uh, yes, parents did. Uh, parents got arrested after the cops found 12 siblings shackled to their beds. Now, those kids did range in age from 2 to 29. And this all happened because a 17-year-old girl escaped from the house on Sunday morning and she called cops on a cell phone that she snuck out with her. That's when police came. They located the teenager. They said she looked emaciated. She looked like she was 10 years old, even though she was 17. Mm-mm-mm. And the young girl then told her office, the officers about her 12 siblings that were shackled inside of the house. And they said uh, the captives were adults. Some of them were aged 18 to 29, but they appeared young due to malnutrition. They were starving. They were given food before they were taken to the hospital. Now, apparently, the grandmother said she hasn't seen her grandkids in a few years because they live too far away. And neighbors described the family as recluses. Actually, they said they had weeds growing in front of the house that were like four feet high. Mm. And local officials had to enforce an ordinance for an unkempt yard. So some of the neighbors did say they saw the kids outside taking care of the lawn. They said they looked dirty, but they thought they were just dirty from working on the lawn. I don't feel like I'm getting the whole story. Why were they shackled in the first place? We don't know. We know this just happened on Sunday morning. So the couple is being held on suspicion of torture and child engagement. Bill is set at $9 million for each of the parents. Where are you from? Uh, This is in California. This is in uh, Paris, Paris, California. California. Never heard of Paris, California. It's about two hours away from Los Angeles. I want to play a game of guess what race it is, but I don't have enough clues yet to figure out (laughs) what race it actually is, okay? I don't. If you ever vote, you can see you the pictures. think you know, Steve? Oh, they got pictures? They got pictures, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I, I, I assumed white, but I didn't want to just... <laughs> I didn't want to just say white people. I didn't, you know. My goodness. Give everybody the benefit of the doubt. Now, what else are we talking about, Yee? <laughs> uh, we're talking about John O'Donnell. He has a book out, Trump, the Inside Story of the Real Donald Trump, His Cunning Rise and Spectacular Fall. It's a book that came out in 1991, but he is the former executive from the Trump Casino. So he had a lot of interactions with President Trump. And he had some things to say in this book, and now he's speaking out about some of the allegations that he made in his book that was published back in 1991. In particular, he talks about the fact that, yes, Donald Trump is indeed a racist. He believes that he's a racist, and he'll tell you why. Check it out. He referred to who was our chief financial officer, by the way, and he complained to me that he didn't really like having a black guy counting his money. He went on to say, what I want counting my money is short guys with yarmulkes on their head. He had complained several times that he wasn't happy with this particular employee, but it was really the first time that he really honed in on the fact that he didn't like him simply because he was black. He perceived this guy as being lazy, and then he said, but that's probably not his fault because laziness is a trait in blacks. I refuse to believe Donald Trump just called this guy black. If you refer to Jewish people as short guys with yarmulkes on their head, you're not going to just say black. What do you think you're going to say? Yeah, or something. Yo, Crispy Coon or something. like You know what I mean? (laughs) Oh, guy who wasn't tall enough to be a basketball player. Something. You know what I mean? My goodness. Something. All right. Well, that's front page news. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent. You can hit us up right now. If you need to, I don't know, spread some positivity, tell us why you're blessed, whatever it may be, phone lines are wide open, 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass up. 
This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Black Gay P calling from Louisville, Kentucky. What's up, bro? Get it off your chest. Hey, man, that situation up in Paris, California, you know, you know, I was up in, like, I was living down in that area for a little bit. It's a lot of desert area, and it is some crazy stuff out there. Like what? Like some Area 51? It might be aliens there working on things type stuff? Hey, they could be. You know, you got your little, I ain't going to call it too much, but you got a lot of junkies out there. What kind of so, junkies? Hey, crack? Heroin? What? Heroin, crack, everything. Oh, okay. All right, bro. Thank they, you, man. They beaming up to Scotty, but it don't got nothing to do with aliens. Hello, who's this? Hey, how you doing? My name is Sean. Sean, get it off your chest, bro. Um, I'm mad. I'm mad because, you know, after 400 years of depriving the people with all the racism that's going on in America, you would think that our white brothers and sisters would have had a clue on what was going on with this gentleman named Trump who was coming into office. You know, he's a great businessman because he's obviously a millionaire and he's making it. But when it comes to running a country, you know what I'm saying, they, they already knew about him. They knew what he had planned. And then to watch him implement his power and, and go across America, not only with the people of foreign descent, but of the African-American descent, downplay us like as if we're not heard already. That's like throwing stones at the Jews. That's like throwing 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 um Hitler signs everywhere and just implementing it and then they're letting it happen and letting it go. Well let me correct Along you, sir. With- let me correct you. You said our white brothers and sisters. Our white brothers and sisters know what time it is, but it's the crack ass crackers and white devils of our society who voted for him in. It's the difference between the white brothers and sisters and the crack ass crackers and white devils of our society. Yeah, but 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 if you look at the the majority of the numbers, it was a lot of them as well. It was a lot of our brothers and sisters that had to help out with that vote. No way. It was just it, it was just that many racists voting no, against. It, no, it is it it is. <laughs> it, it absolutely is. But thank you for not everybody brother. who voted for Trump is racist. But there's a lot of racists in America. It is what it is. Hello, who's this? Hey, it's Kim. Hey, Kim, get it off your chest. Hey, Kim. Hey, boo. I just want to say I was a sing. I am a single mother, and after years of working hard, I was able to launch my own cosmetics line. I went from welfare to raising 1.2 million on my own and uh if i can do it anybody can do it i am the founder of glamazon beauty cosmetics well, yeah she's actually she's a great makeup artist i actually know kim she does a fantastic job and she has her products in like the major drugstores and everything now so well, congrats, that's a great kim. success story yes yes so and knows personally i literally went from being a single mom to now I'm being my own entrepreneur, and the line is going very well. Well, congratulations, Mama. And congrats on the weight loss. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Love you, Ann. Love you, too, Kim. Congrats on everything. You deserve it. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hey, guys. Hey, mama, who's this? Jasmine from L.A. Hey, Jasmine, get it off your chest. Well, I'm blessed. I just left the um, double the NAACP award, mm-hmm. and it was really dope. It was just like a great MLK day, so I'm feeling really blessed. I met um, Amari Hardwick. He took pictures with everybody, and he's really humble, so I'm feeling really blessed. Hey, I was happy to see Amari Hardwick win an award last night and Power because they never get awarded for nothing. But and I Natori, will... Natori won an award, too. She did? Yeah. I didn't say it wasn't televised, but she did. But... 
I will say a lot of people didn't show up to uh, the NAACP Image Awards like I thought. I, I got pissed off when they'd be like, hey, the winner is, and they wouldn't show up. They weren't there? Yeah, man, you got to show up for your own award show because you show up for the white people award show. Hello, who's this? Yes, hello, Charlemagne. Hi, baby, how are you? I'm good. I'm a 55-year-old gay black woman. Okay. My initials are GB, and I listen to y'all every morning. And the one thing I like about it's you, you're a very outspoken, straightforward person. Okay. And I love that about you. You don't care how you give it to them, especially when it comes to the uh, pink toes. You say what's on your mind, and I respect that. That's right. I don't bite my tongue. As you know, biting your tongue, you know, is not, it's not good, right? At all. At you got to give people that tongue. And a lot of people don't know how to take people like you and me. It's very outspoken. Don't, don't cut around the bush. Go straight at your ass. No, that's right. You got to give them that tongue lashing, but don't, don't, Do don't, 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 don't beat bush. around the bush. The Get ass. right to the bush. God damn it. And I like that about you. And I'm glad it's Black History Month. Because what what so what make the white man so in fear of the black hey, man? Hey, because hey, they originated, it's, it's they originated it's, from it's, y'all. It's next month is Black February History Month. February 1st, Black History Month, boo. But, but we're celebrating it now because Martin Luther King yesterday oh, was Martin Luther gotcha. King. Oh, gotcha. That's true. True. Right. True. Okay, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm talking about. You understand me? Thank they, you, GB. What did GB stand fear, for? You, Charlemagne. Yes, ma'am. I hope you start speaking on why the white man originated show in fear of the black man because they originated for them. Why you saying they have to be buried in two days because they ass turn color? <laughs> All right, GB, thank you. Yes, have a good you day, GB. To. And what does GB stand for? Gay broad. Oh. Okay, you can put it like that, too. You can put it like that. <laughs> Have a blessed day. You too. What does it stand for? Clearly not. All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent, you can hit us up anytime. You, we got rumors on the way? Uh, yes. We'll talk about two celebrities who might be facing criminal charges. And also, E versus Little Kim. What happened between these two? They actually ended up having to address each other. All right. All that and more. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, Eve was on her show, The Talk, and they were talking about hating people on first sight. Now, Eve talked about a time when she first started rapping, and she was a huge fan of Little Kim, wanted to work with her, but she said Little Kim used to be a little bit standoffish. Here's what she said. When I first started in the business, I had been a big, big, giant fan of Lil' Kim. And I just thought that there was this sisterhood in the music business. So I would run up to her and be like, oh my God, Kim, oh my God, hey girl, I love you so much. I just got signed. Can you please be on my album and whatever? And she'd just look at me like, uh-huh. And I kept going up to her, kept going up to her. And finally, I was like, okay, I should stop. And I don't think it's that she hated me. I think I was just so overexcited to see her. One day, we sat across from each other years later at a dinner, and we bonded over our dogs. We bonded over other things. And I love Kim so much. Don't drop on the clues bombs with Lil' Kim being a cancer. Right? <laughs> I don't know you like that. Well, right. Little Kim responded on Twitter, why do you guys, why do you girls always do this to me, trying to make me out to be the bad guy? I don't remember it that way at all. Eve is my girl, that's my baby, y'all. We are not fighting, we are real friends. We can have this debate and still cuddle on the couch and watch a movie together. And then she said, ooh, I can't wait to have this debate on your show. What is really in those cups that y'all be drinking? Well, that's the thing about getting older. When you get older, you know, everybody has different recollections. Yeah, you don't of, remember uh, everything all the time. All three of us can be here, but all three of us are seeing three different things, okay? Mm -hmm. Right, so at least the two of them 
them are for real, for real friends now. But and, I'm sure we have a lot of instances where you can remember being enthusiastic to meet somebody and they kind of brush you off. Yeah, and I mean, you never know what somebody's going through when you meet them in that moment. There's no telling what she you said. Mean. It was a couple of times. No, Kim, I don't know you. <laughs> I'm somebody, maybe if somebody introduces us or something, then it'll be a different situation. I don't know you like that. Also, if you've had some bad experience with people, sometimes you get a little bit more guarded. Oh, hit him with the Heisman. Stay over there for a second. All right, Chris Brown, we all saw that he got himself a pet monkey. We saw royalty playing with the monkey. Mm-hmm. Is it the coolest monkey in the jungle, though? I don't know if it Shut is. Shut up, man. But apparently now he could get into some trouble. Now, law enforcement uh, officials said that several folks notified them that he actually had this monkey. He never got a permit for it. So authorities got a search warrant. And before his house got raided, he did surrender the animal. But they're saying he could be charged now with having a restricted species without a permit. And that could carry a maximum of six months in jail. You know what's whack about that? I'm surrendering my animal. But how I know I'm giving my animal to some people that's going to treat the animal just as good as I was treating? Well, it's the law. The law is coming to What's the law going to do with the monkey? What you going to do? Just throw the monkey in a cage? I'm sure they're going to put him in a zoo somewhere. I doubt it. I highly doubt it. You're going to put him in lockup with the weed and the, uh, the no, I'm everything sure else. Well, I don't know what happens, but I, I guess you just, for everybody out there that wants a pet monkey, you can't just have one. You have to get a permit for an exotic animal. You can't just have one. So he might not have known that. And mm. whoever gave him the monkey should have kind of maybe informed him that you need a permit. I'm sure he just bought it. They he bought the monkey about black bought market. Yeah, and Dennis sure. Rodman also got arrested for DUI over the weekend. What if, oh, but he's on probation, what? so they're saying that he'll likely get in a lot of trouble. What, what Charlamagne? What if Chris Brown ordered a hoodie from H&M and they send you a free monkey with the hoodie? <laughs> you know what? All right. Thank you, E, for those rumors. When we come back, Jermaine Dupree will be in the building, so we'll kick it with JD, so don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Everybody, it's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Yep. Jermaine Dupree. Round yes. of applause for the good brother, Jermaine Dupree. What he's what back up? with Janet Jackson. Oh, really? She's pregnant. What you asking for? Oh, really? She's pregnant. <laughs> oh, really? And he's here to announce it all. Oh, he's oh, assuming. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for letting me know this. <laughs> I didn't know none of this. That's that's the word on the street, though. Oh, yeah? At least in the, the tabloids. I mean, hey, hey, what you want? <laughs> I guess that's what the people want. Right? That's not a bad oh, room at all, sir. I guess that's what the people want. <laughs> I don't know. So none of it's true? Like, I don't know anything about it. They say he's pregnant and everything. I, I didn't hear the pregnant thing. What did you hear the pregnant thing? Oh, so that's Charlemagne. That's what he's supposed to hear. He's supposed to take the most ridiculous He's supposed to, have the, he's supposed to find that one out of anybody. Right, right, right. That's but, that's the one. But the truth is that you and Janet at least are friends again. I don't know if that's... Um, I don't. At least, minimally. But I thought they were always friends. I mean, I never we have always been friends. friends. I don't I'm sure know. there was a period of time when she wasn't that friendly towards you. Why? Because you allegedly cheated on her with a stripper. Nah, that's never been. I, nah, not that I and know. Then, and then when you get married and stuff, you can't like keep in touch with your ex. I don't know. I don't know that that's <laughs> ever been a situation. That's what I'm saying. I don't. I don't know that we've never not been friends. So I don't know where all of this is coming from. Are you friendlier now? Oh, so now that I get it, she she's not with her guy no more. And then they see y'all cool. They see y'all together again, so they just assume. So they actually have, nobody, nobody's ever seen us together. Really? No. Nah. Oh, okay. That's what I'm saying. I don't, it's, all of this is just like, it's the speculation, I guess, when somebody gets single. Got you. That, you know, and then, I mean, you know, the fans actually really want to see us back together. So people actually be like, they just been championing this. But, I mean, none of this stuff is actually true. It's all like actually really like the funniest thing in the world. So y'all haven't people. met up with each other and seen each other? Uh, oh, wow. I thought he was just being mad evasive. Like, <laughs> yeah, I thought he learned from the last time. Like, nope, keep it a private this time. Yeah, and, yeah. and I mean, I, I want to say this. I mean, I, I dated Janet for damn near 10 years. I don't yeah. have to hide. Why would I hide 
You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, well, I'm going to yeah, sneak yeah. around with somebody that y'all know I've been with. Yeah, it's not yeah, even absolutely. a secret. Word. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the part that's tripping me out. Like, everybody like, yo, they're sneaking. Why were my... <laughs> I know her better than the dude she married. Like, how you going to... Why I got to sneak around? Ooh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> that's the truth, guys. I'm just saying. Like, it's the truth. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I'm not going to sneak around. I don't have to sneak. And I was never sneaking when I was with her. I was taking Janet to... I take Johnny to the tunnel, like, mm-hmm. like, come on, man, like, that's not. I don't know. I guess that's this new, this new age of social media. People think everybody want to hide their relationship. Then yeah. you find out about. I'm not that guy, though. So if, we, that, if that was happening, you would see us out. Have you reached out to her? Then no. Will you reach out to her? I mean, nah. I mean, I, I don't. I don't. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, if 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 we speak, we speak. But it's not like I'm just like, oh, she's free. Like, let's. You know what I mean? Like that, they really got me out here looking like I'm. I'm the yeah, thirst bucket. Yeah, yeah thirst bucket. Like, like I've been waiting. Thirst bucket but, though. I don't look at it like. But a thirst bucket for Janet ain't bad though, JD. I mean, it's not bad, but let's say this: like, like we was equal in our relationship. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I know she's from the Jackson family and this and the third, but I was never like the thirsty guy. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, we if she, if she called me. She called me. People on the internet don't believe that's even possible. It's just JD's out here. Like he been waiting. He's at the door waiting till she was free. Now he sees. Now let's go. Like no, nah, I don't. Well, have what's to, wrong with that? It just sounds Janet Jackson. It sounds romantic. I'm me though. I'm me though. Don't play me like that. It don't sounds try romantic to, though. That's what women we love. I mean, that. I understand romance, but I'm me though. Don't play me like I'm just like. I'm here, like no, we I, understand I call you. you. I will call you. Know what I'm saying? If you call me, I call you. I just wanted. I want people to understand. It's never our relationship was never like that. Like you know, envy. No, like mm-hmm. it was like we was one. It wasn't no, no. You know what I'm saying? Like this dominating over here, and this what's going on, and JD looking like a little the puppy. Like yeah. nah, I'm I see, not. I didn't look at it as thirsty. I just looked at it as like maybe the two of them <laughs> are just meant to be, and they're soulmates, and they came back. I didn't look at that's it. What like, we That's what we were hoping. That's what we were hoping. So I just, yeah, uh, maybe. No, nah, I mean I'm just I'm just saying as far as how people put it out there. Like I was, I couldn't wait for this to happen, and I was. Da, da, da. It, I wasn't, it wasn't even like well, actually. Something. So th- it was a People magazine. That headline inside Janet Jackson and ex Jermaine Dupri's cuddly meetup after her Atlanta show. Did you go to her later? <laughs> I don't. I haven't seen. They said y'all went to go eat at STK restaurant. Oh, she had an after party at STK restaurant. And you came one, there. There's not a photo of me cuddling with Janet. You were in a private area at her exclusive tour rap party. Listen to how you're saying it. You don't even talk like that. That's how you know. That's how you know it. Don't even sound. You were. You're putting so a different emotion to how you talk about it. That's how you know it don't sound right. That did sound crazy. Yes. It did. It did. That's it did, what it I'm did, saying. Did. How did we meet up? No. I'm telling you, man, like, that's what I'm saying. It's like every day, every day since Janet has become single or whatever, it's been a piece that came out on me they are trying to get at her, right? Mm-hmm. I don't even know where this came and from. And maybe you're in a relationship and that's an issue because somebody might be like, oh, right, were you cuddling? I mean, if I was in a relationship, they show mad as hell because <laughs> right. this, is, this is every day, by the that's way. That's true. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it never happened. We can leave it there. Yeah, leave it at that. Right. And I mean, I'm saying, like I said, me and Janet are friends. I have spoken to her. Let's, mm-hmm. I have. I will say that I have spoken to her. But we ain't been meeting up and all the stuff that they create, and that's not, nah. Yeah, hopefully it will happen. Damn, maybe. Let I want to see him. I, yeah. I love him to get him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, all jokes aside, because y'all were like, even y'all were before, weren't they before J&B? Absolutely before. Alicia and all that? They were before. Oh, yeah. 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 But like I said, we was a real, I was never out here sneaking. I was like. It was a red carpet. I'm I'm on the red carpet with my girl. Like that's what I was doing. So it wasn't like you know what I mean. Like, and I wouldn't do that now. By the way, so for anybody out there that's going to keep writing, <laughs> if you, you when you see us, you that's when you can say what you got to say. All right. Yeah. It's interesting to see you get honored. You know, so much lately because it, it seemed for a moment like people never they didn't give J, JD and So So Def the, the credit they deserve. Respect mm-hmm. for the accolades and yeah. the things that y'all accomplished. 
Like, even at VH1, I felt like... I, I didn't like the way they honored you and Master P together. Yeah. I feel like both of y'all should have had y'all own individual moments. Why, why'd y'all agree to that? I don't know if I agree to it. I just... I don't, I don't I, Honestly, you know, I think... I do believe that me and Master P helped the South. I don't, I don't, I don't want to take that credit for myself. I think that what he was doing from New Orleans and then what I was doing in Atlanta, we definitely was doing this together. Mm -hmm. You know, it was kind of like at the same time. So I felt like when they talked about it, I wasn't really too mad about it. Um, I think that a lot of times when when people want to honor me, they start getting lost in how many songs is actually (laughs) what people actually want to hear from people honoring Jermaine Dupree because they had Escape there, which was my first group. So I felt like, you know, that's that's you know that is my first group, but then you start getting into why wasn't Brat there and why wasn't this person there? Why wasn't that? Like if the fans, if you act like a fan of for so so deaf, they gonna go on and on forever. And I think that's where it kind of get lost when you can't because I'm not like the cookie cutter guy that's just like here go five records you can honor JD. It's mm-hmm. like ten other records over here that somebody else gonna want to hear. Me, you know what I mean? So like I, what what's the honor I'm getting uh, at the Trumpet Awards? Like I got Anthony Hamilton performing, uh, Escape. He said trumpet, not Trump Awards, the Trumpet Awards. <laughs> the Trumpet Awards. I got um and I'm getting honored again. So and it's just trying to figure out the the, the performance. So I, mm-hmm. I asked them, could a young bloods perform? And I guess the Trumpet Awards is like a gospel type of award. And they was like, No, that they lyrical content don't mm-hmm. work. So then it's like when you see that, you're gonna be like, Well, why he ain't have such and such and such and such performance? Yeah. So it's just I just think it's a lot of times I think people just can't you can't really define like, just put a, put your finger on what you want to see from So So Deaf and Jermaine Dupree. All right, we got more with Jermaine Dupree. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Hey everybody, it's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. JD is in the building. Charlamagne? It's interesting you mentioned Escape because I was going to ask you a question that they say that nobody ever asked you. What's you that? never bigged them up in interviews. Yeah, well, it, I, was, I ne- was that a conscious thing? No, I never talked about Escape in interviews because they broke up by the time, you know what I mean? Like, and I felt like it was like, you know, I, I never understood why they broke up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I never understood why they broke up. I never understood what, what the reason was. And I just felt like if they didn't want to, they didn't want to talk about their own self. So mm-hmm. what am I here talking about? You know what I mean? I want to talk about everything else. I, I would always love to talk about Escape, but they just never wasn't really, they was really completely opposite of what they was doing. Like, for the longest people that watch T.I. and Tiny never even knew that she was even a group. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And then Candy, she got so much popularity from Housewives, it was the same thing. Like, people wasn't really ever connecting them to what the... I mean, the, if you're from a certain era, you Yeah, you from knew. a different era. Yeah. But I'm saying for the most part, you never heard them say nothing about it either. So it was just like, it wasn't really something that I was, I was deliberately doing. It was just the fact that I was just caught up in what was that's, happening. That's when you know you got a lot of hit records when you can just conveniently forget Escape. No, no, Escape no, I, was popping. I, I, I didn't realize how big Escape was, though. I'm going to be honest with you. I uh, knew yes, it was you popping. Because we had a whole conversation <laughs> when they said they were going back on tour, and I was like, oh, that's exciting. I want to see Escape. And he was like, who wants to see Escape? I did. Because yeah, I didn't realize did. how big they were. I didn't realize they I mean, were a lot of people, a lot of people, A lot of people didn't. I'm, I'm, and I'm glad that they went on the tour. I'm glad that they did. I'm glad that I, I sparked that, that energy to make them even go out there and do that. Because a lot of people, there was a lot of people on that other side of that fence that didn't realize how big that group is and how much they meant to the culture. Did it make it awkward when Tamika said that you and Candy was having sex? No. Is that part of the reason you... I'm I a, I'm a, I'm a, a lifer, man. I'm a real life person, man. Yeah, yeah. Things Candy that happen in that my... Re- like, like, the funniest part about... I'm gonna say it's the funniest part about being older and getting, becoming, I guess, legendary, what people call you, is that people always try to make fun of 
things that happen in your life. You can't make fun about things that this is my life. Word. I live a, the craziest life ever. Like when I talked, I had to tell Wendy Williams this about Janet. Like that's the I dated Janet. Just nobody else. You can't say nothing crazy about it. You can you can, you can ask me about it, but mm-hmm. I'm the one who enjoyed all of that. You know what I'm saying? And the same, same and the <laughs> same thing with with anybody that anybody said they, they heard I was with. You know, me and Candy, we did have a little thing, but that ain't that ain't what broke the group up. Now hold on now, because the, the girl first she said y'all did do something, and then she said she lied about it. Well, which uh, Tamika, whoever, whatever. Yes, said, I think what happened was that um, I know because I know Candy in her book discussed what happened, and she mm-hmm. said you guys did have a relationship. And I can see how that could be uh, somewhat weird for the other girls in the group because they might feel like they're not getting treated equally, that Candy might have had more of an advantage because she had more of a direct line to you. I mean, it's just what people think. And they said it was you and your daddy smashing Right, that's the lie. She said it was never her dad. That's where I... That's where my hands <laughs> bow out. That's where I bow out. I don't know nothing about all that other stuff. So it was about she, Candy saying that they lied about her sleeping with Jermaine's dad. Not oh, Jermaine. not Jermaine. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, I mean, my, my, the situation with me and Candy just—it was just something that happened. It wasn't like that. And and um, I mean, you know, the 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 thing that broke Escape up for just the clarity is me writing the songs because when I when the group came to me, I never really paid attention to how the group was actually created from the scratch. I write the songs based on how I hear music, and I thought that Candy should sing the songs because of that that's just how the, that's how it felt to me. Mm-hmm. But Tasha was actually the leader of the group, so if you when you start giving people songs and you tell them you, they should sing, and you give a song to Angela Lee, I mean Angela, and 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 he's the the the, the person who started it. He gonna be looking like yo. I'm, I'm supposed to be and singing. Then they probably thought y'all right. had a relationship. No, no, no. It wasn't. That was. That was just. Be, that was. That was the first song. That's what. You would think. That's what you, oh, okay. This was the very before. first song. This happened mm-hmm. before anything. This mm-hmm. was like the. This is how. This when they came to my house. I say yo. I, this is the song I want y'all to sing. The song said Candy be the lead, right? And then Tasha had to fall back, and it's like her group. So from there, I never even paid no attention to what I was doing. I was already creating a friction by doing that. And that's a lot of times that happens when you mm-hmm. write songs. You don't even really pay no attention to that. Mm-hmm. And people don't, you know, I, I didn't pay too much attention to that. And I kept writing songs that leaded to, like, once Just Kicking It went number one, and I was like, oh, sh- Candy, you might need to sing another song. Right. And then the person's still looking like, mm-hmm. yeah, this is my group. When I'm, you know, <laughs> when I'm going to get my lead. So, and then it started changing when I made, when I made Who Can I Run To, and Tasha sang the lead. And Candy wasn't on that song, right? So it was like, it just was the way the structure was. That 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 group thing is so crazy when you do that type of stuff. And what about Tasha going solo? Was that your idea? Was that another label? <laughs> I mean, or? I think she always wanted to go solo, mm-hmm. but the whole truth of it was that I wasn't, like, pushing that to be something that would break the group up. And so many things have come back full circle for you. Now, growing up, um, hip-hop yeah. is on. Your daughter's on the show. Yeah. And then the brats on there, yeah. Bow Wow. It's like all people that. Are That's like of- our version of the Kardashians. <laughs> right, right, right. So well, I'm kind of related like back it to you. It's like all my family is everybody. I mean, my daughter was born in hip hop. It should be called like she was. You know, that's what she was born at. So. Um, I mean, it's a it's a realistic show. Bow Wow says some things about you that's you know he wasn't paying me, so on and so forth. Does she um, get mad about that? Like she said some about the the tweets, and it was kind of funny because it was the first time I ever seen my daughter say something like that. Mm-hmm. Like was she trying to like? What was, did she say? She's tried, She said something about y'all and these tweets about my dad. Y'all gonna stop this or something? It was <laughs> crazy. Daddy. But she was like, you know, and I never seen that. But I mean, like the, even like the stuff with me and Bow Wow. Bow Wow is like. It's like me and it's like Jay Z and Kanye relationship. I don't know how probably closer. It's even crazier because yeah, it's, it's not like Bow Wow gets Bow Wow is one hundred percent everything that 
is happening now. He's always been there. He's a, he's the kid. He's always been the kid that is a part of everything that's going on in culture. So to say crazy stuff on the internet, the girls, all of that stuff is bow. I'm always the guy that's like, yo, calm down. No, no, yes, no, yes. So we're going to always have a, you know what I mean? It's going to always be a situation where I think that he should do something and he don't think that he should do it. You know what I mean? Or whatever, vice versa. And I think that even with the him tell, him talking about the tour was mostly about once again, raising that awareness. Bow Wow is 100% aware that if he don't stay in people's face, they ain't going to keep talking about it. So did you pay Bow Wow? So he said you didn't pay him. Yeah, he got paid. Oh. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, I felt like, see, one of the things that that that, that tour was a, about the kids from the rap game, right? Which was all kids that don't have no records out, don't have a lot of material out here. I'm just out here trying to really do something that's never been done, as I always do, right? And I was also saying, like, you know, when you sell tickets, it ain't, I mean, I'm trying to put y'all out here. So so at the end of the day, you got to learn as an artist that people got to come see you. We ain't make a hell of a lot of money on the tour. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to sit here and act like that. But it's also at the same time, it wasn't it wasn't promoting Bow Wow. It wasn't promoting the, it was promoting these nine kids that people watch from the rap game. And it's like, everybody want to be in this business, but they don't want to be in the business. You know what I'm saying? They want to be in the business, but they don't want to understand the business. Right. So then they want to see somebody who they think got the money, and then it's like, well, what happened? If you start really breaking down a business... Ain't no money. <laughs> ain't no money. <laughs> you know what I mean? Wasn't no money to be made. We we did what we had to do, but a lot of people don't be want to hear that when it comes down to the real business of the situation. And then you have people like myself that'll go broke trying to just make people happy. Mm-hmm. You can't I, you can't just make everybody happy. And what you just, mean, just to keep, like, your name clean? Yeah, just yeah, to yeah. be, you know, just to be clean. Like, it's business. It is what it is. All right, we got more with J.D. When we come back, let's get into a J.D. Jermaine Dupree mini mix. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. JD is in the building, Charlemagne. Now you said something interesting about Bow Wow. You said he does what he has to do to stay in the public eye. So is, is, is everything he does just trolling? Then because I be, look, I'm like Bow Wow, got to be smarter than some of the things that he does. I mean, you know, a lot of times I, I won't say this. A lot of stuff that that happens in today's world, Bow Wow don't think about, and then people troll him. You know, like like I seen the situation with him partying at the studio. The studio. Right? Everybody, studio. everybody knows Bow Wow stays at my studio. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you, I mean, if you know Bow Wow, you know that's where he's always at. That's where everybody's at, right? Mm-hmm. So him saying that, that is like his crib. That's his crib. I understood that. You right. understand? What I'm saying it is yeah. like his crib. I'm, I'm not there. I was out doing what I'm doing. I do have a club in my studio, full bar, blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. So if you want to have a party, go ahead, have a party, do what you got to do. But the fact that people looked at it like, mm-hmm. yo, you lying. It's because it, of the Bow Wow challenge. Yeah, right, that's what I'm saying. It's just like he's. It's just he's just in a space where people keep challenging him. No, you know he's in mean? a space where people think he'd be lying. Which, which that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Like even like the death row thing. Did you see the death row thing? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Bow Wow. Just so I can clear this up to everybody mm-hmm. listening. Bow Wow was signed to death row when he was five years old. We, everybody. Why am I saying no, everybody? No, no, no. Everybody, everybody you know, know that. this. Yeah, 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 that's yeah. what I'm saying. So when he put his picture in that picture, <laughs> people thought he was out here trying to be like you. You. You just want to be a part of yeah. it. Yeah. He probably was mad that he was left off, but he was really signed to death row at five years old. Like, that's what I'm saying. It's like... I remember Bow Wow rapping on Arsenio Hall with Snoop Dogg. I remember what, that. Yeah. Like, watching it. Watching the little boy come out there and rap. That's what I'm saying. It's like, it's, it's just... It's just he just is in a position where I think people... You know, he's young. 
he's a, he's a small guy, by the way. The smaller people in the world get picked on a little bit different than a lot of people. <laughs> uh, and and you know, they just they just say things because a lot of people, a lot of these kids don't know, man. Now, it, it, was was the, no, it, was, it was the private jet thing, and when he <clears throat> when he got chased out the mall. Like, come on, Bow Wow. Now, that, now that, that, the mall thing, nobody, right? Come on, nobody chasing you out the mall. Listen, 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 let me say this. <laughs> let me say this. When we was on tour, right, Bow Wow posted these kids, and we was in South Carolina, matter of fact. Mm-hmm. They was, we couldn't get out the arena. We couldn't get out. It was, it was a kids tour. These kids watched the rap game. We could not get out the arena. Bow Wow chose to run around the back and get to the bus himself. They filmed this, and he got chased. Oh, he was okay, getting okay, okay. chased. Gotcha. This is real, mm-hmm. and people took it and said, "Ah, oh, bow, nobody's chasing you." Like this is for real, man. It's it like, look, it did look like he said, "One, two, three, go." And yeah, he took off. Nah, nah. I'm telling you, it's real. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I think that's like I said. That's I, that's why I did the TV show because I think a lot of this stuff people people don't see. You know what I mean? I used to do my blog all the time, living a life to try to keep people uh-huh. focused on this, but I stopped. So I got, we got the TV show, so you can see exactly what the hell's going. Now, where does Bow Wow go from here? Because he's in a in a in a weird position. We've seen Bow Wow so long; it seems like he's thirty five, forty. But Bow Wow's still a young kid. I don't like to be the guy that has to be like the person that's like the pom pom. But guy. you got to do it for Bow Wow. That's, that's but, like your son. I mean, but I shouldn't because everybody, it's a lot of other people. Like you know, what's crazy is that Bow Wow got more number one records than Drake. Mm. Number ones, real number one records. You know what I'm saying? Like. And when we talk about stats and we talk about rap and we talk about this, people don't even want to hear that. You know what I'm saying? People want to put him in a different box. So when you got that, you got you you're an artist that's got number one records. You got a, a whole bunch of hood movies that people love and people continue to keep watching. Just he he got a bunch of stats that continues to stack up that make him. He should continue to keep doing what he got to do. He just got to pay attention to that and focus on that stuff more than. The, the other stuff that be going on. How does his new project sound? It's young, dumb, and stupid, like like all other young, dumb, stupid records that's out there. <laughs> um, and and I mean that's that's the, that's the era we're in, right? Mm-hmm. And if he wasn't doing that, then I don't think it would be where it's supposed to be at. He should name his next album the Bow Wow Challenge. And it's interesting, <laughs> and it's, it's, it's interesting that you said that y'all make young, dumb, stupid records because it was a point where people would say that about the franchise boys, Bone Crusher. Yeah. Listen, in my white tee was a young, dumb, and stupid record. <laughs> nobody thought classic, in, classic though. Yeah, nobody thought in my white tee would be a record that was popping. Oh, I think they like oh, me. Oh, I think they like me. Yeah. Oh, I think they like me. They told me when I <laughs> when I signed them, this is not gonna work. Remember, they told you to take the franchise boys off. Yeah, and just leave uh, you, me, Brat, and Bow Wow. For the oh, oh, I think they like me. Yeah, yeah. it was hard. Yeah, they but 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 I'm saying that was <laughs> yeah, the era of the young, dumb, and stupid starting, and people yeah, wasn't. Yeah. They won. They won. They won. They weren't feeling that. Usher had a, a rough 17, man. Usher's herpes allegations. Don't even say rough 2017. You know what it was. Right, he Whoa. had a rough 17. <laughs> <laughs> like, Whoa. Now, as a friend, how do you treat your friend after after everything? I mean, they dragged him crazy. He handled it very well. I mean, well, I'm a though. friend. I'm a, I'm a real friend. As a real real friends, don't you don't you don't you don't you don't bring that into your circle of your life. You know what I'm saying? You and a real friend will will let you like tap you on your shoulder and say, yo, you do realize that you usher, mm-hmm. right? Let's stop acting like you, you know, little Bob and them down the street. Like this. Let little Bob uh, had a fat chick. This, you this, don't this, need this, that. Yeah, little Bob, let little Bob had a fat girls. Like, that's my conversation with ushers. Like, for real, you have been a sex symbol for long as your records come out. You know what I mean? It's a wonder this ain't happened before. You and I that. asked them straight up, like, yo, you please tell me. <laughs> Tell me the truth right now. Did you smash this fat girl? 
He's like, no way. It's no way possible. They said they had surveillance footage of her, yeah, her walking okay. in the hotel. Uh, yeah. They said it was like a holiday the in. The holiday in. Come, come on, man. Come on, man. That's what I'm saying. Come like, on. Usher, Ellis, at the end of the day, Usher might be a hood dirty. Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. You don't know. Come on, man. Come on. People like Usher can't even move like that. That's what I'm saying. Like, you can't. You can't do that out here. I like, seen Usher bring big girls on stage. Yeah, on yeah, stage. Sure. This is this is what a show. What does that have to do with him going to holiday? You're not getting ready. Nah, not nah. Hell no. Nah, <laughs> but y'all man. did play with it a little. Y'all put the uh, Instagram video out and y'all said Confessions three on the way. No, nah, we weren't playing with it. We working. Okay. I mean, we in the studio as we speak right now, getting this record to where it's supposed to be. So no, nah, we weren't playing. And a lot of people think that we weren't playing on. I just wanted to make sure that the people focus back on what they should be focused on. Because like I said, I don't want to see Usher get lost in today's world of the internet. Right. Like, this guy has too much success. It's like, he's he's, he's he means too much to the culture and too much to black music for us to let him to just get lost out here like that. Now, That's, he handled it well, but did you ask, you said you asked him if he smashed a fat chick. Did you ask him if he had herpes? <laughs> I asked him everything. Well, I wanted to be clear because I want to make sure that I wasn't out here pom-poming something that was getting ready to turn around and explode in my face. So on confessions, and, and, uh, is he going to... Talk about having herpes? Um, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? So does he have herpes? I guess. No, 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 no. I, you, have you seen the case? What happened with the girl? Like that just yeah, went she, away. Yeah, yeah, How does yeah, he just yeah. go away? Yeah. Did she get dunked in the day? Please tell Absolutely. me. Absolutely. Okay, yeah, thank she you. Absolutely. Okay, because I'm now, like, does he have a good sense of humor, Usher? Because I mean, if not, he gonna be mad at a lot of people. If he had a good sense, because everybody of humor, joked him. He could do a let it burn. I mean, too. well, I mean, that's another conversation. <laughs> I, oh, oh my God, see, 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 I never hear her go like that. That's crazy. That's stupid. That's crazy. That's, I never hear you go like that. I, th- I just think, I think that, I mean, he definitely. He definitely has a sense of humor and understands that we live in a world that's it's just that's how it go. Right. You know what I mean? Like we was just having a conversation about, and I hope don't nobody get mad at me about this, but we was just having a conversation about the the the, the coolest monkey in the jungle T-shirt, right? Mm-hmm. And and I was just explaining him to me. I feel like us as black people, we are a little bit more shoulder racist than anybody, What's and we mean? have a reason to be. What you mean? Things that that's said today in today's world, we have to ch- we change every way that we talk now based on hip hop mindset, right? Mm-hmm. Like when you're watching sports and somebody say, "Yo, he went long and he caught the ball." That's not a pause. pause. <laughs> pause. <laughs> in this room, sometimes it is. But that's what I'm saying. We talking about sports. Right, right, right. You understand what I'm saying? We're not talking about, we're not talking about hip-hop. We're not talking about, that's sports. You know what I mean? It's, it, and we have gotten to a point where we don't even pay attention to that, right? right? So we have really, really, really heavy conversations about this new album and where it's going. So I can just tell you it's just going to be, the album's going to be heavy. It's going to make you be like, oh, shit. Did you get backlash from the Drink Champs interview? Because um, you was talking, it was a great interview, but you was telling like a lot of things that I never knew, especially about Bad Boy, like Biggie pulling out the gun nah. on Tim. And, I mean, because see, people yeah. that know me, they know this is real. Got you. Like, if you know, I guess what I'm saying, if you done been around JD and Puff for 20 years, you know I'm not telling you nothing that's a lie. I'm telling you the actual truth. Oh, Diddy and Shilk squaring up in the street and somebody getting killed. Yeah, yeah 100%. Yeah. Like, like I said, when people ask you where the hip hop, all of this this stuff was happening in Atlanta with no cameras. Mm. You know what I mean? So I like that show because I got I, I've been holding. I got a lot of stories that that I don't get. A, you know, they just in me. 
So did he ain't say nothing? Like, yo, you ain't had to what say. What he gonna say? He probably was like, yo, you ain't gotta say all that, daddy. I mean, I, listen, I, I'm, daddy, though, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not I'm not saying it, and I'm not trying to make it seem like I'm snitching. I just was just giving people, I think, like, for hip-hop, we need this. I mean, need hip-hop is... I gonna, love it. And we make sure that this stuff is out here so people know what's going on. Absolutely. All right, well, there you have it. It's yeah. Jermaine Dupree. Yep, yep. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Uzi video. Yeah, Lil Uzi and, and Nicki Minaj. Uzi is about to get attacked by a pit bull with an erection. And I'm trying to figure out <laughs> Why is this dog's penis all out on television? I thought that you had to blur stuff like that. I don't know if they have to blur the, the dogs. Oh, well, that was a very notice, noticeable penis on that pit bull. <laughs> it was a very noticeable penis on that pit bull. And it was that his penis comes out, pause. It looked like it was about to come out. <laughs> you know what? All right. Am I lying? It, I you was, come on now. That, that pit bull had a big penis. It did. And little Uzi was sitting there tied to a tree. And I don't know what that dog was about to do, do to little Uzi, but it made my anxiety kick in. My God. goodness. Let's get to the rumors. Let's Please. talk to you. Listen up. This just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The rumor report. Gossip. With Angela. Angela Yee. It's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club. And also, shout out to Zeta Phi Beta Sorority, Inc. To those ladies, 98 years today. Salute all the Zetas out there. All right. Now, Keisha Lance Bottoms became Atlanta's mayor. And on Friday, she announced a 38-member transition team. And some of those people included in that transition team are T.I. and Killer Mike. That makes makes too much sense. That's That's awesome. Because Killer Mike and T.I. are both Atlanta natives, both intelligent brothers. They're in the streets. They've been in the community for years. That is the perfect people to go to when you want to know exactly what's going on in the city. Now, here's what Keisha Lance Bottoms had to say about her choices. I really want them to come with fresh ideas and to bring to me um, their recommendations for best practices in the city of Atlanta based on their varied experience and backgrounds. That's why it was important for us to have representations across communities in Atlanta. But really, Morris, what we are seeking is to make sure that we attract the best talent in the city and that we are forward-thinking. Drop on the clues, Bob. Absolutely. Lance Bottoms for thinking outside the box, damn it. I agree. All right, now, Tony Braxton and Birdman have teamed up with some new music. Hardaway is, is I guess, part of is sounds like the Hardaway song that Envy has also. Same beat. Yeah. Now, uh, London on the track did it as well. Here it is. Magic cars on the beach. Ball hard and I'm a treach. Proper plane, baby, come meet you. Whole bag of cash when I greet you. Overseas and we high. Stirring wheel on the right side. Good girl with the bad guys. I took a heart, I won't lie. lie, lie. He took my heart away. Didn't know how to say a prayer, just giving that love away. But I had the ball to play. He gave my heart away. I'm a new heart today. Hell no, I was just in LA in my belly. Hanging with Stubbs. Nope. You like it? Nope. I like, uh, I was just, just in New, New York, York looking, for looking for Charlemagne. Yeah, we're going to fart all over that Tony Braxton Burger. <laughs> give, give it a little more ass gas. A little more ass gas. Nope. 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 That ain't it. You're not here for the two of them collaborating? That ain't it right there. Nah, I ain't mad at them collaborating, but that ain't it. Mm-mm. That ain't it. All right. Aziz Ansari. Now, he addressed some sexual misconduct allegations. This all started because a woman who is remaining anonymous says she went on a date with him last year and ended up at his apartment in Tribeca in New York. She said he almost immediately began kissing, fondling, and undressing her and then said he was going to grab a condom. The woman said she asked him to slow down, but he continued and performed oral sex on her. She said when she, he started sticking his fingers in her throat, she used verbal and nonverbal cues to indicate that she was uncomfortable. She said she didn't know if he got the message at first, but when it eventually registered, she said he told her, of course, it's only fun if we're both having fun. And she eventually did leave in tears. 
Now, she told the story, like we said, anonymously, she posted some text messages between her and Aziz Ansari from when this happened. She, he said, hey, it was fun meeting you last night. I just dropped my roll of film today. Fingers crossed for some solid shots. And she responded, nice meeting you too. I hope you had some good shots on the road last night. Might have been fun for you. It wasn't for me. When we got back to your place, you ignored clear nonverbal cues. You kept going with advances. You had to have noticed I was uncomfortable. And it goes on. And he responded, I'm sad to hear this. All I can say is it would never be my intention to make you feel, you or anyone feel the way you described. Clearly, I misread things in the moment and I'm truly sorry. Now, since the story has broken, Aziz Ansari has responded and said, in September of last year, I met a woman at a party. So this is a true story that her text messages are real. Mm -hmm. We exchanged numbers. We texted back and forth and eventually went on a date. We went out to dinner and afterwards we ended up engaging in sexual activity, which by all indications was completely consensual. The next day I got a text from her saying, although it may have been seemed okay, upon further reflection she felt uncomfortable. It was true that everything did seem okay to me, so when I heard that it was not the case for her, I was surprised and concerned. I took her words to heart and responded privately after taking the time to process what she had said. So that's what he had to say about misreading what the situation was in that moment. Only thing I can tell y'all to do is go download this app called Legal Fling, <laughs> which claims to be filling a void in the minefield that is dating. Uh, basically, it's a contract that you can, a legally binding contract that you can send to whoever you're with to prove consent. But even you if know? you do sign it, and then during you say no, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter mean, mean that anything. Well, you okay. stop. Yeah. When they say no, and that's what Aziz did in this situation. If, if you read the whole story, the young lady was like, uh, I guess he asked to have, to have sex in front of the mirror, and she said no. So he was like, all right, let's put our clothes on. They put their clothes on, and they watch Seinfeld or something like that. Right. So, uh, you know, hey, better safe than sorry. You better download that damn uh, app. And uh, Kobe Bryant has a new job. He's Good segue. Actually Ooh, going to be. <laughs> Goodness. He's going to have his own show, Detail. Now it's going to be on ESPN starting in March. So he said viewers can expect to learn how the pros Detail. better their best by analyzing game film. Mm. Yeah, it's called Detail. He's ba basically, you study game film, and he said it's a university for a master's degree in basketball. I learned how to study film from the best coaches of all time, Phil Jackson and Tex Winter. So Detail provides an opportunity to teach that skill to the next generation on a large platform with ESPN. I wonder, can you teach that skill, though? Can you see the game the way Kobe Bryant sees the game? You what, he can tell you what to look for if, if like, if you're guarding a guard, if mm -hmm. he always goes to the left, always goes to the right when he does a crossover. Because I'm sure these guards do probably the same thing over and over and over and over again. So maybe how to watch that. Yeah, but Kobe just has some things that you can't teach, right? Some intangibles you can't teach. I mean, correct. clearly he saw the game like uh, like other people didn't. That's mm -hmm. why he was Kobe Bryant. But he's giving you some of them secrets. Yeah. Right. He's helping you out because he has an expertise in something, so he's paying it forward. It's probably annoying as hell to sit there and watch the game with him, to be honest with you. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. Thank you, Miss Yee. Charlemagne. Yes. Who are you giving your donkey to? Uh, I want uh, Terry and Frank Mango to come to the front of the congregation. We'd like to have a word with them. If you don't know who they are, they are the parents of the coolest monkey in the jungle. Remember the little boy, Liam, yes, from the H&M mat? Yes. We need them, them to come to the front of the congregation. We'd like to have a word with them. All right. We'll get into that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. For donkey of the day. Donkeys of the day, I'm a Democrat, so being donkey of the day is a little bit of a mixed up. So like a donkey. Okay. Donkey right. of the day. <laughs> the Breakfast Club, bitches. Now I've been called a lot in my 23 years, but donkey of the day is a new one. 
Hey, hello. What's hello. happening? Uh, donkey of the day for Tuesday, January 16th. Goes to Terry and Frank Mango. Now, if you don't know who Terry and Frank Mango are, they're the parents of the young brother, Liam Mango. And Liam is the young man who was in the H&M ad with the coolest monkey in the jungle hoodie. Now, unless you've been in prison, then you are fully aware of all the social media outrage that this coolest monkey in the jungle hoodie caused. If you are just getting out of prison, Liam Mango is a young black man. Uh, monkey is a racial slur used towards black people. And H&M put this young black man in a hoodie that says coolest monkey in the jungle. You can see the problem, right? Well, everybody pointed the blame at H&M, rightfully so, but everybody wondered also, since Liam is a minor, where the hell were the parents? Well, the parents, Terry and Frank Mango, have finally spoken out. They were on a show called This Morning from Stockholm, and they are telling the general public to relax. Let's listen to what they had to say. I know what racism is. I have had racist remarks directed to me firsthand. Even with the name monkey, I've been called a monkey before on a cruise ship, and uh, my reaction was the same as the world is reacting to me right now. But to put the T-shirt the and the word monkey with racism, maybe that is not my, my way of looking at it. I'm just looking at Liam, black young boy, modeling a T-shirt that has the word monkey on it. A few things to take away from that clip. Number one, what you are hearing are two people, Terry and Frank Mango, justifying the check they got because rent is high in the jungle. All right, number two, just because the parents don't care doesn't mean that it still wasn't a racially insensitive ad. You can't pick and choose when something is racist. Some things are just racist. Now, you can choose to be offended by them or not, but that doesn't make them any less racist. Just because you aren't offended, okay? Now, this brings me to my third thing to take away from this clip. Terry and Frank absolutely knew this was racist, okay? For all you people saying, oh, they aren't from America. Monkey doesn't mean the same thing to black people other places. Stop it. All right, first of all, soccer, football. Okay, it's the biggest sport in the world. When they want to disrespect black players, they throw banana peels at them, okay? If that's not enough to convince you that monkey is a racial slur and more than just America, then listen to what the mother had to say. Pay attention, listen. I've been called a monkey before on a cruise ship, and uh, my reaction was the same as the world is reacting to me right now. Now, as a parent, right, one of the things that equips us to be able to deal with things when it comes to our kids is the experiences we have had, okay? If I have experienced racism, in fact, if someone has called me a monkey and it upset me, then I don't want that for my kids. So it would absolutely upset me when I see my black son in a coolest monkey in a jungle hoodie. I can't fault a person for what they don't know. But the fact that the mom absolutely knew monkey was a racial slur lets me know that rent is high in the jungle and she disregarded her integrity, her morals, and her beliefs for a check. I would respect it more. If she just said rent is high in the jungle, bananas cost a lot, and monkeys like to eat. We live in this world where everyone wants to explain why they did something, but people rarely ever tell the truth as to why they did it. You needed to check. We get it. But just because you aren't offended by the racially insensitive ad that H&M did doesn't mean the ad wasn't racially insensitive, okay? Please give Terry and Frank Mango the biggest hee-haw, please. And you can ignore what you don't want to deal with, but ignoring doesn't change things, and it damn sure doesn't make things go away. Mm. All right. Well, thank you for that donkey of the day. Mm -hmm. Now, when we come back, let's talk our good friend Cardi B. You know I love me some Cardi, goddammit. Drop one of the clues bombs for Cardi B just because. Now, she uh, released some tweets over the weekend, and uh, people, some people were kind of upset with her tweets. You want to say what she said? Well, yeah? this wasn't over the weekend, but since everybody's weighing in on Cardi B and Offset's relationship, they are engaged. <laughs> 
and he's been unfaithful. Now, she said, no, it's not right for an N-word to cheat, but what you want me to do? Go F me another N-word, start all over again, and get cheated on again? This ish happens to everyone, and I bet you too. People handle their relationship different, so... All right, so the oh, question so what is... what happened? All the single people weighed in, all the people who not in relationships, all the people who in the same kind of relationships as Cardi. They man cheating on them. They all weighed in to tell Cardi what she should do. Let me, that's how this works. Let's open up huh? the phone lines. 800-585-1051. Do you agree with Cardi? You goddamn right I agree with Cardi. All right? We know. <laughs> Why you snort? Because I wouldn't be in the relationship I'm in now if it wasn't for uh, people with that mindset. And hopefully vice versa, too. 800-585-1051. <laughs> Do you agree with Cardi B? Call us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee. Charlamagne the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, Cardi B uh, released some tweets, I guess, in the past week, and she was talking about her relationship, and people were pretty, uh, some people were mad about that. Now, what, what did she say, Yee? She said, no, it's not right for an N-word to cheat, but what you want me to do, go F me another N-word, start all over again, and get cheated on again. This ish happens to everyone, and I bet you two people handle their rela- relationship different, so. Listen, can so we're asking 800 what do you think about Cardi B's statement? Can't nobody tell me about me and my relationship, okay? I've been with my wife damn near 20 years. We've been together since we were kids, literally, okay? I've cheated, she's cheated, we've broken up, got back together, and now we are happily married with kids, I, and, and I wouldn't change our journey for the world. So you can't tell somebody how to move in their relationship. There's no right or wrong way to move in a relationship. I, I, and I agree with you. I, I mean, you can't tell nobody what to, how to move. I mean, of course, I made huge mistakes. I don't like to call them mistakes. I made bad decisions in my life. <laughs> you made terrible choices. And, um, you know, and me and my wife are good. I mean, of course, marriage is not easy. We still go through our ups and downs and, and we got to work on it, but I wouldn't change it for the world. And the, the only thing that bothers me, though, is saying that what I'm going to do is get started over and get cheated on again. I don't want people to think that everybody cheats. That's just not true. It's not a fact. Everybody doesn't well, cheat. Cardi B, all the guys that she's been with probably cheated on her, so she's feeling like it's but happened to me all the time. A high majority I, of men I cheat. I do believe that you can do whatever you want in your relationship. As a woman, if you decide to stay, that's on you. And if you decide to leave, that's on you, too. It's really your decision. No one can tell you, oh, you should stick through. You should stay with him. And no one can tell you, you need to leave him, girl. He cheated on you. People always have their opinions, though. And that's the problem when your relationship is public. Everybody weighs in. And also, man, people are good people. Like, if you know a person is a good person because they went dipped out and did some some something physical like you know what i'm saying like as long as they're not emotionally caught up with the person or nothing like that who cares hello who's this hi this is victor hey victor what, what do you think about what cardi b said oh my god first of all i gotta tell you i listen to you guys every single day this is unbelievable i call in all the time this is the first time i've, I've been on thank you for but, having no taste uh, sir we appreciate you <laughs> no taste you guys are you guys are awesome i think we have the best taste thank you but um i, I would say she's completely blind man and Charlemagne, I, I would say that i know you're not gonna agree with me just because you've cheated before and you're not somebody that's going to condone these statements but listen man once somebody cheats it's really over for me i can't really lay down with somebody and listening to you telling me you love me and then you're just going to go ahead and cheat on me like where's the trust after that every single time that you go on late or you get a text message late or some, something isn't adding up i'm a questioner so it's like what's going to be together after that okay. and that's his personal journey i'm not mad at him for that yeah if you but feel like that feel. some people say you cheat on me once it's over i'm not forgiving you and that's fine and some people say okay you know what he's still not a bad person. I feel like we could work on it. We're still young and we're going to work on it. That's I just want to know what these perfect people are like that y'all dealing with in y'all There's lives. no perfect That's all person I want to know. Nobody said perfect, but you, there are people who don't cheat. For Hello, sure. who's this? For some people, it's a yes, jailbreaker. this is Queen. Queen, good morning. What do you think about Cardi B's statement? Good morning. Um, I agree both ways. Both mm-hmm. ways, I agree. 
And explain that, what you mean. Well, no, yes, number one, I agree because, um, you know, man, that's true. All men are going to cheat. I mean, out of my 30 years of living, I've never met a man who doesn't cheat. However, staying with him kind of makes her look like, oh, I can go out and cheat and do it again. You know what I'm saying? So I kind of agree both ways. That ain't true either, though. See, that what y'all don't understand true. is you got to put the fear <laughs> of God in your man, okay? And you can be scared straight. The word is born. You can get scared straight now. I don't know what y'all talking about. Or not. There's some people who maybe just will keep on doing what All they're right, doing. All right, negative Nancy. Jesus I'm just Christ. saying. <laughs> I'm just saying it could go either way. 585-1051. We're talking Cardi B. What do you think about her statements? Call us now as The Breakfast Club. Come on. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, we're talking about Cardi B and some uh, tweets she put out. You have the tweet, G? Uh, yes, basically, there's some accusations that, that Offset was cheating, and she said, it's not right for an N-word to cheat, but what you want me to do, go F me another N-word, start all over again and get cheated on again. This ish happens to everyone, and I bet you too. I'm upset that Cardi even felt like she had to explain why she's choosing to stay with because Offset. Because I'm sure people anybody. are leaving comments in her mentions all day long, leave him, he's cheating on you. you know, and Cardi you know will let goes. you know, if she want to respond to people, she will. It's how just about, what she does. How about maybe she just likes the guy? You know what I'm saying? And, and, and there's no telling what's going to happen in the future. She she may get fed up with that type of behavior in the future, but maybe she just really, really likes him and understands that he's a work in progress and she's working with him. Well, Tracy's on the line. Tracy, what do you think? I think Carly B should leave that ass. She got to know her worth. You know what I'm saying? You can't be letting no man just cheat on you and treat you any kind of way he want to treat you. Why you ain't leave your so man I when he cheated on you? Beat, huh? Why you ain't leave your man when he cheated on you? My man don't cheat on me. I got that rap. How old is he? How old is he? <laughs> <laughs> and if he were to cheat, I would leave his ass, too. I don't care how good the ding-dong is. How old is he, though? Why is age a factor? It is. I want it. Come on. Why you acting? Why you? Why you? Why you? How old is your man? <laughs> My man is an older man than I. How old? How old, mama? <laughs> 40? My man 50? is about 55. All right. The nigga tired. He ain't stopped cheating on you. Oh He's just tired. That's all I was trying to get to. I, and that's why she didn't want to tell me her age because right. she know I know what it is. But there's older guys that cheat too. But Brenda, good morning. Good morning. Do you agree with uh, Cardi B? Yes, I do. Why? Well, because, you know, I've been in my relationship for 17 years and it wouldn't have lasted as long as I ain't hold the horn or two. So... It's okay. All right, so you wrote it out, and now things are good. Yeah, yeah. How many times did he cheat on you? Oh, I have no idea. It's 17 years. You lose count after the first two or three. And you, Did you ever consider leaving? Now, maybe when I was younger in the beginning, but I don't know. No. Okay, he, he, he doesn't he, cheat now. No, he still does. Oh, oh my God, God, I don't know. So why are you cool, why are you cool with it now? Point, mama? Well, you grow up, you know? I've been with him since I was 15. <laughs> How so old are you now? 40, around there. So you're just, okay, so you're just okay with it at this point? 40, but I'm not 40. So you're just okay now at this point? Like, it's cool, he cheats all the time? Damn, it's been about 15 years. Yeah, pretty much. Wow. That's kind of sad. It ain't that big of a deal. You strap it on. And keep it going. But you know what? I wow. can't judge a relationship. If you okay. like it, then hey, that's what it is. All right, mom. I mean, uh, don't be a fool. Yeah, yeah but because you got to think about everything that comes with cheating. You know what I'm saying? You cheat, you probably give somebody an STD. Well, she said he straps it on. You get another girl pregnant, she straps it on. Yeah, you. What the condom? 
Yeah. Oh, so they got an open relationship then. She dated. She's, I guess she's okay. I with guess it. she's cool. okay. And that's with different. It. I mean, that's different if you've had the conversation with your significant other right. and y'all have decided that, yo, you can go out there and you get You're going to cheat anyway. Just go get ahead. Get a hall pass. Every just get a condom. Yeah, do your thing. That ain't uh, a hall pass. It's all me, the time. Hey, pass. That's you. So what's the moral of the story, guys? The moral of the story is, man, I'm sick of all these fake Christians, all these fake God fearing people giving up on their man. You know what I'm saying? Just because they man cheats, okay? You got the nerve to ask God to never give up on you. You know what I'm saying? But then you giving up on your man. And don't right? give up on your woman either in that case. You shouldn't. You never give up on God because he never gives up on you. Never give up on your significant other if they're a good person. See, but I'm just going to say this. I'll be honest with you. Like, I, I, I agree because I made some mistakes. Charlamagne, you made some mistakes. Now, if your daughter comes up to you and says, Daddy, so-and-so cheated on me, what do you tell her? Depends how old she is. <laughs> I'm be honest with you. It depends how old she is. 22, she's a grown woman. That's her business. Like, yo, like, you got to handle that then. What do you, Listen, you, you all I can say that. is I'm not here to judge what anybody has to do in their relationship. And if you want to leave somebody for cheating, leave. If you want to stay, stay. But just stick with your decision and know that you made that choice at that point. And Cardi and Offset Kids, I'm judging you 40-plus-year-old mother effers still out there cheating. Y'all the ones that know better. Yep. So when you know better and you 40-plus and you still out there doing the same things you were doing in your 20s, I don't have no remorse for you when the, when the, when the car burns down to the There ground. you go. All right, well, we got rumors on the way, Yee. Yes, yeah, so let's talk about Olympic gold medalist Simone Biles. She is the latest and the list of gymnasts who was coming forward saying that she was molested by their team doctor. All right. We'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Nas. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. On The Breakfast Club. So listen up. Nah, 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 nah. Well, there will be a Nas Live from the Kennedy Center classical hip-hop documentary that comes on PBS on February 2nd. And that's also going to be streamed on their website. Now, this documentary will chronicle Nas's rise from the Queensbridge housing projects to him performing backed by the orchestra in Washington, D.C. at the Kennedy Center. So it should be exciting. Sounds great if you saw the preview. Uh, looks pretty inter- entertaining. Here is Nas. You could say I had a foresight about where I would be where I should be, where I had to be. You know, before there was a fan base or crowd or audience, I was the fan base. The mirror was my audience. Myself in a room by myself was all I needed. It's amazing to watch those documentaries now because, number one, they make you feel oh so old, but number two, it's like we actually saw that era. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like, you know, growing up, you see documentaries about things that you just weren't around for. We were around for that. I mean, think about it. Back in 2014, that's when this performance took place and Nas was celebrating the 20th anniversary of Illmatic. Wow. So that's mm. 24 years ago that album came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, niggas is old. All right, Tiffany Haddish. You know she loves Groupon, <laughs> and she always talks about it. Now, Groupon said that Tiffany Haddish ranks in the top 1% of most frequent Groupon purchasers, and she's been a really strong advocate for Groupon. She talked about it on Jimmy Kimmel Live. She talked about buying a Groupon Swamp Tour experience while filming Girls Trip in Louisiana. So guess what? Because of that natural synergy, Groupon has signed on Tiffany Haddish nice. to go ahead and endorse here is what the ad is going to be like. Well, they're going to have an ad during the Super Bowl, actually. Mm-hmm. But um, that's their first Super Bowl commercial in seven years. Here's Tiffany Haddish. What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Tiff, and I'm super excited to announce I'm the new spokesperson for Groupon. And as you know, I'm a huge fan of Groupon and have been using them forever to eat out, to take my niece everywhere, and to get my Groupon body on. You know what I'm saying. Personal trainers at a discounted rate. <laughs> So stay tuned, because tons of exciting stuff is coming up this year. 
Drop one of Clues Bonds for Tiffany Haddish. That's when keeping it real goes right. Like, she really uses Groupon in real life. Like, she showed me a whole vacation. She took out the country once using Groupon. So for her to be the spokesperson makes too much sense. Let's save that money. All mm-hmm. right, Simone Biles, Olympic gold medalist, is the latest person who is saying she was molested by Team Dr. Larry Nassar. Now, she shared this news on social media. And there's almost 100 victims, by the way, who have spoken out and are coming forward. Now, she said, most of you know me as a happy, giggly, and energetic girl. But lately, I've felt a bit broken and the more I try to shut off the voice in my head the louder it screams I'm not afraid to tell my story anymore I too am one of the many survivors that was sexually abused by Larry Nassar please believe me when I say it was a lot harder to first speak these words out loud than it is now to put them on paper there are many reasons I've been reluctant to share my story but I now know it's not my fault over under on Larry Nassar getting life for better I say life for better yes I say life for better. All I right. Agree. She did ask that everybody respect her privacy. It's a process and one that I need more time to work through. So you can read her full statement. Uh, and it's going to be a sentencing hearing. So we're going to hear what happens to him, uh, you know, coming up. I do want people to realize that when you release something on social media and then say respect my privacy, that's an oxymoron. Like it's not going to happen. I guess she's trying to show support for all the other women who have come forward, and it is a really sensitive topic, and so it was hard for her to speak out about it, and I guess writing it down was easier for her than making a verbal statement at this point. So, it's what it is. All right, the NAACP Image Awards were on last night. Now, Ava DuVernay won for Entertainer of the Year. Here's what she said. This is our time. We can say we were here when all this gorgeous art was happening and that we supported it, that we lifted each other up, that we did as Dr. King said he would do. Live the dream. We're the dream. Thank you so much. I worship Ava DuVernay, but how's she getting the Entertainer of the Year category with Chance the Rapper, Jay-Z? I was confused. Um, who else? Chadwick Boseman. How's she getting that category? She's a director. I don't know. Well, she had an outstanding year. I don't know what the qualification. She how even you said that when she got up there. She was like, "Why am I up here? I'm a director." I don't know. Maybe they were very entertained by all what she directed. Hmm. All right, now outstanding motion picture went to Girls Trip, and um, other awards: outstanding actor in a drama series, uh, Mari Hardwick got that for Power. Outstanding actress in a comedy series, Tracy Ellis Ross, Blackish. And outstanding actress in a drama series was Taraji for Empire. Outstanding actor in a comedy series was Anthony Anderson for Blackish. And so you can read that full entire list if you go on their website. I enjoyed that show very much last night. Uh, I just wish TV One was in HD on my television. And I wish that uh, more people show up for the NAACP Image Awards. Halle Berry was there. You saw that. Halle Berry was there. Mm -hmm. The first award of the night, the person wasn't there. I forgot what the award was, but I was just like. Show up for the NAACP Image yeah, Awards. Wasn't right. there. This is but your award show. This is for y'all. This is us celebrating us. You know, don't go where you don't go where you're tolerated. Go where you're celebrated. Everybody should have been there. All right, and there's going to be a six-part series detailing Death Row's rise and fall, and that's going to be happening on BET. That starts on February 20th. So there's going to be part one and two that night, but it's a whole series, a six-part series. So you can check that out starting February 20th at B on BET. All right, well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your Rumor Report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee, and uh, happy birthday to Aaliyah. Today would have been Aaliyah's 39th birthday, mm-hmm. so because of that, let me know your favorite Aaliyah record, all right? 800-585-1051. Let me know your favorite joint. We'll get it on for you right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning, and Revolt. We'll see you tomorrow.